think that's so wise and very applicable to our lives. So, solution six. Take responsibility for what you're responsible for and don't waste time on things that you can't change, affect, or that someone else should do. But mostly, make the commitment to take responsibility. One of the most effective counseling strategies that I've ever come across was from Dr. William Glasser, MD, whose book, Reality Therapy, I also highly recommend. As he worked with, and think about this, runaway teenage girls in Los Angeles in the 60s and 70s. Wow. He had dramatic 80-plus percent success rates in getting these girls to adjust back to life. And what he focused on with them was he counseled them about facing reality, making choices, and taking responsibility for their own choices. So begin by cutting out the things that are not in your roles and responsibilities so that you can begin to live the life that only you were meant to live for. What are you and only you here to do today? Are you doing what only you're here to do? If not, how do you get going in the right direction? Well, one way is to clarify your priorities. Are you showing integrity in your focus and investment proportionally? Are you putting your money where your mouth is, I guess is another way to say that. Have you identified your life's roles so that you can view your time management and focus through the right lens? If you don't identify your unique roles, you will never be able to ferret out your priorities accordingly. Until you organize your priorities through your distinct roles, you'll never be able to organize your time effectively. Roles give direction and focus on how to take your priorities and, and focus them. So an example, I personally have seven roles in my life, and two of my top three roles are my role as a husband, and two, my role as the father of four adult children. This is a great part of who I am, and when I look at my calendar and see the hours that I spend weekly, I can weigh my important roles against how I actually spent my time and how I planned my time and see if I'm actually living according to my priorities and the things that I say I'm committed to in my life. A lot easier and quicker way is to ask my wife how I'm doing and see if she's happy or not. So guys, if you're listening, try that one first. And ladies, if you uh, haven't gotten a husband who's done that, see if you can get him to watch this video. So if we say that community service is a priority, but we spend 20 hours a week checking our phone, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, looking at TikTok, Etsy, and Pinterest, our integrity is in question. If we say that exercise is a priority and we have none of the circles closed on our Apple Watch this week, well, so by the way, studies in women show that most ladies underestimate their calorie intake by about 30% and overestimate their calories burned by about 50%. So one of the things you might do is get a Fitbit, an Apple Watch, or a Garmin device and make sure you know what you're taking in and what you're burning. So you're starting to see how this works. I'm really just asking you to examine your lives. And, and as you know, Socrates in the 5th century BC said, an unexamined life is not worth living. So I really am trying to get you to examine your life. And even if it's a little painful, I think you'll be thankful later. If you want a real wake-up call about how you're spending your time, check your screen time statistics on your smartphone. It can be very enlightening and horrifying. So what are your roles? I would suggest that they are the things that only you can do, or things to which you've agreed to do. Spouse, parent, contracted employee, team member, college student, licensed professional. And remember that roles come with responsibilities. Make a list of the things that only you can do, things that you've agreed to be a part of, or things for which you are responsible by contract or by agreement. Pare down that list 
to less than 10 things or combine things under roles numbering 1 to 7 or less. Write that down on a list somewhere that you can refer to regularly and recommit then to prioritizing responsible actions within those roles weekly and daily. So what are your priorities and what are priorities in general? Well, that comes from a Latin word prioritize, which means first in order of importance. So how do you put those things together with your role so that you can commit to and schedule your priorities? So in closing, leaving a legacy and making a difference. Is what you're focusing on in your life and what you're doing today helpful? Is it productive? Is it adding value by contribution? Is it going to make a difference? If we're not helping, we need to reset. None of us want to detract and devalue. None of us want to live a meaningless life, and we all want to make a difference so that people remember us for good when we're gone. Maybe it's time for a reset. Take this opportunity to improve your life and resilience physically, mentally, and spiritually so that you're ready when the next outbreak comes or the next crisis comes. One of my favorite speakers and one of my heroes is Zig Ziglar. He said, life is hard, but when you're hard on yourself, life will be infinitely easier on you. And that man was productive even at 85 years of age after a severe head injury which almost took his life in his early 80s. Let me share with you an object lesson about life that uh, is from my former practice and my former hometown. This picture is of a very successful business in town. It was the most successful car dealership there for the entire time that we lived in our hometown. And I, we bought numerous very expensive automobiles between 1994 and 2008. But here's that dealership in 2009. The owner began to take customers and family for granted, began to let his health and life go out of control, and soon bankruptcy and divorce followed. And now it's as if that business never existed. You see, past success doesn't guarantee future success unless you keep at it daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly. If it's worth doing, it's worth doing five years from now, and 20 years from now and longer. If you've not addressed these issues in your own life, you probably need to lay an activity or a habit down that's wasting your effort, energy, health, time, and resources and get to work on things that will bless your life and the lives of others. And just as importantly, past failure doesn't predict your future. One of Zig Ziglar's other favorite comments that I use is, failure is an event, not a person. Yesterday ended last night. Today is a brand new day, and it's yours. And he should know he was a college dropout and wasn't a great success until his 40s. And by the end of his life, he had impacted over 25 million people with his optimism and encouragement. I'll tell you about a lawyer from Illinois who failed at business, had no early legal success, suffered a nervous breakdown early in his career, several years before several failed political campaigns, but was finally elected to the U.S. House of Representatives. Uh, by the way, he went on to become the president in 1860 at 51 years of age, just before his country needed him to guide it through the Civil War. That, of course, is Abraham Lincoln. I'd like to share something with you to close. It's very personal to me. And I assure you that none of this is theory to me. It's so real that I've included this in the closing pages of my first book, 50 Things I Want My Kids to Know Before They Leave Home, which I wrote never intending to publish. I wrote it for my children, but they've all given me permission to share it. I want to share an excerpt from the closing pages. Dad note. 
My children, you are bound to endure a certain amount of some things in your life, and you're given choices regarding the things amongst many others. I have crucial counsel that I try to live by and so educate others to do the same. You are going to have a certain amount of pain in your life. Choose when and where. Most people are going to have about seven years of pain in their waking lives due to inattention. That's about 40,000 hours of waking pain. You can reduce that by half and enjoy the pain that you substitute it for for the last 70 years of your life simply by choosing small amounts of discipline pain daily. You can have increasingly vigorous health, and especially compared to your peers for the last 40 years of your lives by this simple practice. If you care for your body daily from 18 to 90, an average of 45 minutes a day, six days a week, whether through aerobics, stretching, resistance training, or some productive exertion, even gardening, that's about 17,000 hours of pain. If you add the 20 minutes of day of pain of not eating what you want to for two or three meals a day, that's another 40 total minutes of pain a day, which is about another 12,000 hours. I recommend strongly that you choose your pain daily in bursts of three to 90 minutes regarding diet and exercise, especially in your 20s and 30s, which is where the greatest leverage benefit will occur long term, and that you learn to bring your bodies under control and enjoy the process and the product of a disciplined and a much different physical life. Choose a daily and weekly lifestyle schedule that allows you to optimize the energy, capacity, and longevity of the only mechanism through which you will express the purposes and glory for which you were made. Next, you are going to have a certain amount of downtime in your life. Choose when and where. Most people will have about seven years of waking downtime in their lives. Again, about 40,000 hours, non-enjoyed, burdensome, non-productive hours due to being ill, bedridden, post-operative, in recovery, in the hospital, or just debilitated. About 80% of that can be avoided with joy and purpose in the recovered hours of your life if your life is lived wisely day by day regarding daily, weekly, monthly, seasonal, annual, and special semi-annual, maybe every three to seven year periods of planned downtime or sabbatical. Your rest and wisely planned downtimes will actually exceed your unplanned, non-restful, painful downtime in unproductively forced downtime, if you choose to live wisely day by day, week by week, month by month, season by season, year by year, and decade by decade, the time off that you can have with vastly improved quality and quantity of life approaches 100,000 purposefully enjoyed hours if you take proper daily sleep, a weekly sabbatical, monthly date night, seasonal holidays, annual vacations, and special semi-annual vacations. There is no substitute for taking one day a week completely off of obligations, work, and task orientation, especially in worship activities. This one practice will give you much greater mental and physical health and resilience against disease. Most importantly, Plan and execute a daily and a weekly lifestyle that allows at least seven hours of sleep with a reasonably early bedtime and wake time before the demands of others begin to try to take you away from your life. This is best done when others won't wake up between 5.30 and 6.30. Trust me, kids, I fought this for years, and I'm amazed at the increase in productivity, emotional stability, mental clarity that a regular disciplined sleep life brings to your mother and me. Choose a daily and weekly lifestyle schedule that allows you to optimize the rest and restoration 
with which you will express the purposes in the life for which you were made. And to all this, not only is the quality of life better, but the quantity. And that higher quality and quantity is compounded when you do all of this wisely. And life gets even better as you age. Folks, I'm almost 55. And I'm telling you, this is not theory to me. Ladies, that is how you grow through a pandemic. And those are solutions with which you can live. I want to thank you all for your attention and interest. I hope that this has been most worthwhile. And I've certainly enjoyed the process of sharing these things with you. I want to thank Baxter Regional and the Schliemann Center for Women's Health Education for the confidence and the opportunity to produce this for you. If you have personal questions or you would like to reach me personally, you can do that at doc at whatsupmd.org or by asking questions or making comments in the YouTube description or questions and comments area below. I hope to see you again with more uh, things that will help you live larger lives long term in some possible future installments. Now, get out there and do what you know to do and what only you can do. Now, 